<laughs> From Northfield Area Fire and Rescue Service, we have uh, Fire Chief Tom Nelson and along with Board Chair Brad Ness. Morning, Jeff. Morning, How are you? Oh, doing well. It's crazy days. <laughs> it is. You know, I was thinking when you guys were in the lobby out there, we've got, as far as the Northfield area government <laughs> officials and, and, and such, which I, you kind of both are. Sure. Yeah. Um, you guys are like the most veteran townies of of the staff yeah it is you guys have the most history here in northfield and with crazy days that's right (laughs) charlene hamlin and i who we both went to greenville park all the way through brad out townies me um (laughs) but it's just funny we joke at the beginning of the meeting we talk about places like oh yeah right down there by sparts garage and you know all these places and then there's a lot of the rest that are like what are you talking about you're in the headlights that's right And Brad doesn't out town to you. He's just old. <laughs> but uh, thanks, Jeff. Yeah, you're welcome, Brad. Uh, we're here to talk about uh, Northfield area fire and rescue stuff. It's uh, you know we're midsummer. We check in with you each month. I know uh, once you get past that Fourth of July mark, uh, you start talking about things like budgets. Yes. Have, have you put? Are you putting together the budget now for the next? It year? has officially been approved. Oh, as it? of last week at okay. our um, June July NAFERS board meeting, um, and so that we can say because uh, we obviously there's this backup timeline between whether it's both city of Northfield, city of Dundas, and um, then back to the rural townships. They all have to get their levy figured out. So we're a piece of that larger puzzle. Uh, that plugs into all the entities. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we sent it on to the to the three parties. Mm-hmm. So they will get it approved. All right. Well, uh, talk about the highlights. What's going on in twenty twenty four as part of that budget? Anything big or exciting? So yeah, what's one thing that's nice is it's not increasing mm-hmm. uh, compared to our twenty twenty three budget, and uh, that's on the operational side. We have two budgets that we bring together. One is the operational budget and the other is our capital equipment and brad can talk a little bit about the complexities of capital equipment right now and supply chain and all that yeah let's let's have a what's the load are we uh, looking to add or replace some equipment in the uh, fleet there is a a tanker that is on the schedule pumper Sorry, yep. pumper. Thanks. <laughs> Technicality. It has a tank. You're right. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, this on the list to be um, purchased this year. We will get it on the somebody's you know order list, but probably not receive it until mid to late 2025. Wow. So yeah. we're looking at at least two years lead time on that. Yes. Why wow. is that typical? Is that untypical? I, I would imagine they don't have pumpers just <laughs> right there on the shelf that they could uh, bring down for you. But uh, what, what we have to do is we order it. Mm-hmm. They build the chassis, which we will have to pay for. Which is we're going to pay them four hundred thousand dollars down um, to get the get the chassis in their facility then they build the truck up from the chassis um so this in 24 we will pay 400,000 then in 25 we'll pay the balance which will be 525,000 there thereabouts like a million so, dollar pumper truck million dollar truck 
Wow. Now, when they build that, I get the impression from what you're saying is they build it to your exact specifications, what you need. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah, they're, they are, they're very much custom, and so they will um, – the chassis comes from one manufacturer, and uh, like Brad said, you get on the list, and then that will show up uh, at our manufacturer upfitter, I guess you'd call it, in 24, probably late in 24, and then they have – you know, at least nine months worth of work to do on it to get it ready to go. But in talking to other fire chiefs uh, at the Dakota County Fire Chiefs meeting, this is typical. And uh, it's kind of crazy because here you're trying to figure out a budget that you're looking a year now, two years out. Um, and you have to look at, okay, if we've got a, that tanker that Brad was talking about, if we've got that set up for 2026, we need to be starting like, early next year to be coming, you know, to go through that process. So everything's backed up on that. And and prices are very high. Um, the pumper that we're looking at getting, um, we bought one similar to that um, three years ago in uh, for uh, 750000 And so I'm sure, you know, there's everything from supply chain to can't get workers to everything's gone. You know, it's like everything else. But... Um, every department that's trying to order any apparatus is in the same boat. Let's talk about the funding sources for that. You mentioned this is not a general budget, budget uh, funding. It's uh, your capital improvement or capital expenditure uh, uh, fund. How, how, is, how, how do you get money in that? And, uh, how, are you, how are you planning on paying for this? Generally what happens is, you know, right now, Northfield pays roughly 72% of the money requirements for NAFERS. Dundas pays approximately 6%, and Rural pays 22 There's some point mm-hmm. <laughs> carried out there. but um, So when a new truck is ordered at $400,000, we'll send a bill to Northfield for 72% of that. Dundas will get a bill for 6%, and Rural will get a bill for 22%. Yeah. Then Naffers will own the truck. So when it comes time to trade it in, which the trade-in we're working on for this current one looks pretty darn good compared to what it has been. You know, old trucks are going for a whole lot more than they used to, too. So, mm-hmm. which is- All right. What, uh, how old is the one you're replacing Oh, man, now you're going to get complicated. I didn't bring that with me. Uh, that should be, I believe that's 2000. It should, it's a 10-year, no, not a 10. We're going to be at year eight. So uh, I think it'll be, it's 2015. Okay. And you're on a 10-year replacement program. Um, It, it used to be seven. And mm-hmm. then when we started looking at, A, the prices and how long it takes um, we did kick the can on that one last year. This was actually in the budget for the year 2023 we're in. And we said, you know, it's doing okay. The supply chain's still bad. Let's kick the can down to 2024. So uh, everyone on the capital improvement or capital equipment plan committee. Uh, committee has said, you know, we probably need to look at what's the life cycle and some of these things we may need to extend out. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, uh, Northfield Area Fire and Rescue uh, Fire Chief Tom Nelson is with us, uh, Board Chair Brad Ness. We're talking about the, the budget for 2023 and 24 and the new purchases. Uh, let's move on. Uh, what, what else do we have uh, 
yeah, the on. other the other piece that uh, coming out of NAFRS right now is we're going to be hiring. Um, the we have candidates that are going through background and psychological and uh, physicals, and so hopefully by the time we meet next month here, we'll be able to give you some names of some new candidates. And that's going to be our new hires, I should say. That's going to be replacing some retirements that we had um, early this year or last year, and so that should get us closer to being back to full strength. All right. So, so you, you they, uh, as far as the process goes, the applicants have already applied. And- we have actually uh, made conditional offers, mm-hmm. and so then with the conditional offers, then you have the you have to go and get various different things done to make sure that that uh, the offer. Uh, conditions can be dropped. So mm-hmm. we'll know that within the next week or so, I think. All right. Um, let's move into the uh, more you know, fire safety in that realm. Uh, what, uh, you know, we've had such a dry uh, summer. Have, we have had a little bit of rain as of late, which is uh, definitely a blessing, but uh, 97 degrees, it's hot. It's hot. As far as heat and fire and uh, what people should watch out for, let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, and what, I mean, a lot of us saw one thing that got me thinking is that last month there was an apartment building in Highland Park, and people may have seen it on the news. Four-story apartment building like we have many in town, and it could have been a private residence. It doesn't really matter. But what happened was uh, people setting off fireworks outside, and it got into the dry grass, and it got into, uh, I believe, some of the the shrubbery around the landscaping around the apartment building Mm -hmm. and that carried it right up into the eaves of the apartment building and into the attic and the the entire roof burnt off and so uh that's that's something for folks to think about Uh, we'll talk about it a little bit in our next piece but what's around the house what you know just be thinking about that for uh how much combustible stuff is around the exterior of the house? Because um, that can climb into the siding, that can climb in. Um, and so it's that do the 360 around the house and take a look. Mm-hmm. And that's a perfect segue into what I prepared for the <laughs> next little part. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll bite. What's, uh, what's the next so, little part? What have you prepared for? So us, it is uh, crazy days, and so Tom. we have to be a little bit. Uh, a little more, a little bit more crazy, and especially if if Brad and I can't come up with a bunch of other real meat and potatoes to talk about, we'll have a little fun. <laughs> so I started to put a list together of some items that I, you know, like a little sentence or a little phrase that I'll throw out, and I want you guys to try to think about how does that relate to fire safety uh, and things to think about. The first one kind of follows suit to with what you were saying, brought up Jeff, is I put deciduous and carnivorous and so it's kind of a gimme because we were just talking about what stuff around your house trim the bushes yep (laughs) yeah that's it and yeah and so that could get that'll go to the next one which is carnivorous though what did you get that carnivores and uh no conifores so that was evergreen. back evergreen oh. oh, okay. no. see rich rich larson would have okay. got that one too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll we'll bring it up a few uh, a few more grade levels so so that we get everyone to participate <laughs> all right um how about steppenwolf's magic carpet ride 
a nice song. Was that 70s? Was it early 80s? When do you think that was? I'm going to go with 68 or 69. Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so Steppenwolf's Magic Car- Think and about home safety, fire safety, aging... Fasten down your throw rugs. Yes. Yeah, there we <laughs> yes. <laughs> or remove them. Exactly. September of 1968. Oh my the God. very month KYMN went on the air. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That was Steppenwolf's Magic Carpet yes. Ride, baby. And so this one, think of member words in English, are spelled differently. Bows. Deck the holes with so holly. Okay, All you're right. heading. That's one. So keep the bows. You can also right. Yes. B-O-W-S. B-O-W. Mm-hmm. So uh, when you think about, especially folks that have long driveways, this is the time of year that we drive in. If we respond out in the country, or even some of the addresses in town that have a driveway that's long, and scrape the side of the trucks or sometimes can't even make access to the house or farm because the tree canopy isn't kept trimmed so that you can mm. have clearance for trucks. Hmm. Wow. So boughs, yeah, boughs, branches, tree canopy, think of those. And, folks, uh, you know, we've got million-dollar trucks now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Those yeah. scratched. Okay? Yeah, and the thing is, we name those scratches where it's like, Oh, that's when we went up to Brad Ness's house. Um, so, you know, we don't want to have more of those. Can I have my picture taken with my scratch? <laughs> that's right, yes, with the deductible. Okay, this one is an old joke that's probably, it's kind of a dad joke, but the punchline is canine pee. <laughs> either of you heard that joke, that the punchline ends nope. in canine uh-uh. pee? If H2O is on the inside of a fire hydrant, what's on the outside? <laughs> Canine pee. Oh, yeah, okay. So uh, we talk about fire hydrants in the winter, uh, about keeping them shoveled, but the same thing happens with shrubbery and landscaping. Um, is take a look at the fire hydrant in your neighborhood. Can we the 36-inch clearance to be able to work on that? Um, I wrote up some correction orders this week for all I could see when we drove by one. And remember, some of these, if you're in a homeowner association, you may have the hydrant at the end of your little road. Those are considered private hydrants. Those aren't maintained by the city. And so uh, keep an eye on them. And same thing, keep them trimmed if you need to keep them so that we can find them all year round. So that's the canine P one. <laughs> Boy, they just keep getting better, don't yes, they? Oh, wait, yes, wait, there's yeah. more. There is more? Okay. All right. Once uh, again, we're relating all of this to fire and health safety. That's right. So this is going way back, and it's our era. Okay. Gilligan's Island. Oh, right? Gilligan, yeah. So one of the professor's best inventions, I always because it kept the radio going. Mm-hmm. What... Do you remember the coconuts? Yeah, the battery. Yes, that the, they would all have to stir the coconuts because the pre, the professor made seawater and something to be able to make it enough to charge the batteries, and that made me think: smoke detectors, smoke alarms, and CO alarms. And we still get calls now, even this time of the year, where uh, smoke detectors going off, CO is going off. Check the batteries. So. 
That was kind of an easy one, but you know. <laughs> and change them at least once a year, even if you think they may not. Yes, need because what time do they go off if you don't and start chirping? 3 a.m. Yes. No, it's never <laughs> noon. Uh, okay, this one. Um, this is a phrase you've you've heard, but we have to put it together. They may be behind you. And it usually goes, for those of us in the room here, it usually goes with some pointing by someone. The exit doors. Yes. The exit. <laughs> yes. All right. So the flight attendants will say, you know, look for your exits. There are two up here. The closest may be behind you. And so that one is just everything from if you're at home, think about the ways to get out of the house. Is it blocked? Is it? Does the door open? Is it the screen door junk? Is it you can't get out once you get onto the stoop because there's all that junk you have put there? The other thing, remember, is that there's egress windows in all of the places we sleep. And so in the event, that's one of the ways that in, in a pinch you may need to get out of. And so make sure if it's the basement exit, if it's the your bedroom exit, that the window opens that you can get out because that may be the exit that's behind you. So, okay. <laughs> what's next, How Fireman can this Tom? Get any better, Rich? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, how about this phrase? Let there be light. Yes. And so, again, this is kind of back to the, and Tex talked about this when we had Brian Edwards in with Jeff and me last month, is. Um, you're being able to have lights in the house to know where you're to see where you're going when it's dark and text brought up how um someone aging in place they may have a lamp that the bulb burns out or you know some of those just normal housekeeping things that without enough light in the house it's another trip hazard and so be thinking about that and get someone to come in and, and change any bulbs that you need to and I know, Jeff, you're just wanting to have this be over. But, um, <laughs> the, and, okay, I, I screwed up because this was the setup for the window one. There oh. arose such a clatter. What? Remember what? what? That, that's something to do with windows. Christmas? <laughs> yes. Santa on yes. the roof. I threw open the sash. And so that was, does the sash even open? Right? <laughs> mm -hmm. Back to getting out of the house. Most to, of them, the old ones are painted, painted shut. shut. Yes. Okay, yeah. And so then I have the one, too, that any of us that remember riding in the back of the station wagon with those seats that flipped up and you looked down the hallway yeah face backwards yes and there wasn't air conditioning so what was the how did we keep cool open the window right and then we started getting co poisoning <laughs> from the exhaust from the car going down the road so it was just a lesson learned yes yeah, huh? so carbon monoxide do you have a carbon monoxide detector at home if don't get one and check the batteries so um then another one is the classic. This is, this is the last one, by the way. Oh, okay, I got to pick the right one then. Pick the right one. Hold my beer. Watch this. Classic. Going in the ditch. Or around the fire, you know, at oh. the campfire, right? Mm -hmm. Most of the people that end up in the burn unit end up having, it's usually caused by alcohol. So be thinking about that if you're partying um, and you got fire going or anything else, alcohol, just moderation. So that is the highlight of our crazy days 
fire safety <laughs> and uh, been very, home safety. Very, uh, very enlightening. As a matter of fact. <laughs> so thank you for participating. <laughs> oh, we got we got the long uh, bridge of uh, magic carpet ride, and you don't have your headphones on, so you guys can't oh, really hear that. Nice. Oh, uh, you miss out. That's uh, all right. Fireman Tom, thank you so much for it's coming It's always a pleasure, Jeff. <laughs> Brad, thank you for joining <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah. Brad, we'll, and we'll see you. you guys next month. And we will be having a fire truck down 6th uh, and Division or 7th and Division later on today for Crazy Days. Stop by and say hi. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Thanks guys. Thanks, Jeff. From Northfield Area Fire and Rescue, we have Brad Ness, the board chair, along with Tom Nelson, Northfield's Fire Chief, Northfield Area Fire and Rescue Chief.